Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Hello, welcome to The Wolf and Owl We've made the big mistake of doing this in the evening again I'm so sorry There's no way around it at the moment This is, this is the, this is like This is The Wolf and Owl, late yeah. night sessions Because of your schedule really Yeah, a little bit blue We've got our dicks out, and we're just going to see what happens. We get a bit blue, as in we get a little bit down and frowny. Yeah. You know what's going to add to that downing? What? I've got, I'm going I'm to come out the bat, mate, with some big oh, news. No. With some good news? Big news. Big news, go on. From Tuesday this week, I'm giving up sugar. <laughs> Le sucre. Is okay, my uh, talk me through your journey uh, to this point where you decided to give it um, up. Sugar. It, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, mean to, I didn't mean to be that unsupportive. Just, Catherine uh, telling me that I'm uh, <laughs> quitting sugar. No, we, we we worked out that we're doing a lot of, we eat so much, especially since Grace was born, we mm. eat like literal snack. Uh, like, these like, the thought that it, like, we'll have some sort of fucking sugary snack and it'll boost our energy. And actually, when you read into it and you look into it, um, yeah, I don't know how much look. Yeah, do you have you looked into the sugar vibe at all? Do you know much looked about sugar? Looked into the sugar or? vibe. I don't know. What do you mean? Do you know much about? Yeah, do you know? Do, you do know I much know about much about sugar? I I know <laughs> that it is. Uh, it's it's very bad. Yeah. Why? So look, basically, back in the day, here we go. Like, you you you've you've taken on the <laughs> tea demeanor of an ex-smoker before giving up. <laughs> Right, listen to me. Yeah, yeah go, on, go, on, go, on, go. On. <laughs> Look, back in the day with cavemen and hunters and shit, yeah, they would find like berries and fruit and shit, and wolf them down because they before, were just before you carry on. Is this is this something that you've actually read and know about, or because so far what you've told me is stuff that I think you're remembering from history lessons? <laughs> no, no, no. This is what I've read about. Okay, so. so, so Hunter-gatherers would go and get berries and stuff. No, no, no. They'd go out hunting, they'd find berries, yeah. and they'd wolf them down because that would keep their energy up while they were looking for the big fucking, I don't know, like dinosaur meat and shit like that, okay? Okay. All right. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> just All right, go on. 
So I'm just, I'm just. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to ignore that you said dinosaur, mate, and I'm going to let you continue. Go on. Right, and back then, right, they maybe eat a whole tree of like I don't know strawberries or like currents and stuff, oh, right? Hell. It's 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 like a competition to pack as many inaccuracies as you can do into one <laughs> yeah. one right. minute of talking. Go on. Right, <laughs> and then because they go, oh, this makes me feel energized. I can definitely go and get that like yeah meat that I want or like mm. whatever. Right, they did not ever think there'd be a time, like in thousands of years after, where you could just walk into a shop and buy as much sugar as you wanted. Right, they used it as it was going to be used. Right, now Fuck we've got this. We're so like wrapped up in sugar, we've we've even forgotten what it's for, bro. And like that's like it's become, and it's also fructose is addictive. It's more addictive than c- cigarettes, alcohol, cocaine. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. And it won't be as addictive as if Catherine's you Catherine's really got you good, hasn't she, on this? No, but it's like you like that is the thing with sugar, man. So yeah, from Tuesday, I'm like an ex sugar eater. Giving up the cane, bro. Well, uh, listen, good luck getting through that ninety minutes, however long you're gonna last, before you smash into a Kinder Bueno. <laughs> have you ever tried it? Giving up sugar? Yeah, I have. Uh, okay, the, the reason. First of all, I need to apologise to you, okay? Yeah, because me. you told me something, and this is typical of men. Men do this, and yeah. I shouldn't have done it. You told me you were going to try and improve yourself, and I started laughing. It's a horrible thing to do, and I want to officially apologise on well, this podcast. I knew for what, doing uh, systematically that. what you were doing there. So yeah, okay, all right. That's why. So, uh, that's why. But I still love you and praise you. And so the first you. thing I want to do is I want to apologise. Yeah. However, however, part of the reason I was scoffing is because I was hoping to discourage you from this path. And I, I want to explain why, okay? Hit me, hit me And, and hit just me. hear me out. And if you, after hearing me out, still decide you want to do this, I fully support you and I'll do whatever it takes to help you on your journey because I love you, I cherish you, and I, I, want, you to, I want you to succeed in whatever you do, as you know, right? Yeah. I too had this, this revelation that you did, right? I was eating right. too much sugar. And, and one of my problems is, is my mum, uh, Sri Lankan's, of my mum and dad's generation, their attitude to sugar was, what a gift. It makes everything delicious. Let's put it on everything to make our kids eat stuff. And, and, and my mum has never got, my mum's never got past that. So for example, my mum would, when, so my mum would look after our kids, right? And she'd go, I don't know why it is, but uh, for some reason, uh, Theo prefers the porridge at my house to the porridge at your house. And I say, yeah, because yours, mum, is 50-50 ratio of oats to sugar. That's why he prefers yours. <laughs> of course he fucking prefers your porridge, right? So, like, like, And, and, and I, I now bear the after effects of a sugar diet. My teeth are fucked. I've had yeah. to go to the dentist to get it basically reconstructed from scratch. Like, I've had weight issues my whole life. And, and now, you know, the, the, the mood... Like sugar is in everything. You're absolutely right. And it, it affects your mood. You have these sugar crashes and shit like that. It's evil. It's horrendous. And we eat too much of it and we're a, a victim of it and it doesn't sate you. So you eat it and then you feel hungry very quickly afterwards. And one of the things about eating sugar is it makes you want to eat more sugar. So, you know, it's bad. It is bad. My uh, trying to give up sugar completely is a, is a very extreme thing to do for most people. You've only people- got to do it for seven days, right? And then you slowly feed it back into your diet okay so 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 when you opened this podcast and you said you've got some big news <laughs> no 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 you give it no, up when you, said, when you said no when you said when you, you said you said <laughs> you said <laughs> 
You said from Tuesday, I'm going to be an ex sugar eater. So from Tuesday, I'm going to be an ex sugar eater. Whereas what you should have said was on Tuesday, I'll be on day one of one week of not eating sugar. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> Like the thing about it, right? <laughs> That's is... why I scoffed because you you made it out like you were never going to eat sugar again in your life. No, that would be impossible because, like, how would I ever go? Like, Davina McCall's done it, but that is one of my main inspirations. Is she's incredible, right? Like Davina McCall is one of the most amazing people on this planet. So, Based, by the way, I've got nothing against Davina McCall. I just want to know what you're. I just love to hear your supporting arguments for that. I think she's turned her life around. She's been through a lot of different dilemmas. Okay. To make yourself quite an inspirational person. Okay, okay, I also think that she has a lot of candor and courage. And it always seems like if you were to bump into her in the street, you'd go, oh, she's as nice as she seems on the TV. I, I, I honestly, uh, as much as I believe that you think that, I also partly believe that the reason she said courage is because it also begins with C like candor does. And it's the next thing that popped into your head. <laughs> no, I mean, courage more than candor, if anything. Okay, all right. All right. So, talk me through this. So, you're giving up sugar for a week. Yeah, but what I, what I meant by it, right, is I'm giving up any, all sugar for a week to try okay. and get... I have, I like you, right, so I'm a bit of a flip side from you, right? My mum was, like, back in the day, almost like, you know, she was, before her time, she was obsessed with me not having sugar as a kid, okay. right? Which only worked as long as I, if, if I'd stayed in my house the whole time, like, that would have been fine. But so, what did you, told, so, what did you have for breakfast? What when I was a kid, like porridge or like she'd make bread and with shit. no sugar. No, no, no maybe, maybe a little sprinkling, but like she okay. was. I didn't have a chocolate biscuit until I was like five, and I went to another little boy's house. Well, that's not as amazing as you think it is that you didn't have a chocolate biscuit till you were five. <laughs> like, like that is. <laughs> you said that like like somebody losing their virginity at fifty three. <laughs> That's not that's not that amazing. <laughs> when do you when do people usually have their first chocolate biscuit? I didn't eat a Mars bar till I was eighteen months old. Just so you know. <laughs> when, when, when do people usually have their first chocolate biscuit? I don't know, but I don't think I don't think five is that. I don't think five is that old. To <laughs> I that might be like I was basically my first first. I year. thought you were going to say. I'll be honest. With you, I thought you were going to say fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> starting to, to give me a little bit of an understanding of what you think is abstinence what the fuck you didn't have I'd love to see <laughs> just fucking on a chat show just crying no I just, yeah oh, oh, oh. wasn't my really first chocolate up. biscuit till I was five years old <laughs> I didn't even know what chocolate was till I was five um <laughs> anyway go on sorry um so yeah so she was really against uh and now after that Whenever I went to birthday parties and stuff, I used to really sort of like overeat. I used to sort of, I, I, I basically, because of the, we never had sugar or treats in our house. I used to yeah. just wolf them down. It's a classic story, classic story. Yeah. So now I have I have a very unhealthy relationship with snacks. And like, for example, right tonight, for example, let's put tonight into context. I had a relatively um, healthy um, dinner. What'd you have? I had a dal. Uh, some da- lentil dal, which was amazing. Mm. Um, nice little uh, bit of brindle bhaji. Um, not a takeaway, all homemade. Uh, nice, mm-hmm. some uh, wholemeal, wholemeal rice. And then I'm like, I literally sat on the sofa waiting to do this podcast. And I was just later thought, oh, I might have a can of 
Coke Zero. So another can of Coke Zero. No sugar in that, right? Yeah, but then it's got other, it's got stuff worse than sugar in it. How else oh, do you think? But it doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah, no, yeah, but it, the stuff that they put in to replace for the sugar is almost well, it can totally bride sure. so, all sorts. So, are you not having Coke Zero from Tuesday as well for a week? I'm gonna have no fizzy drinks. By the way, that's that's the, my worst addiction. Like genuinely, that's the thing that I, I really, th- I really think you need to zone in on on what it is you're going to be cutting out for this seven days. Because I'm slightly <laughs> nervous that you might die. <laughs> What, what exactly are you what exactly are you cutting out? No, no, I, I don't. You've drink. just named a you've just named a sugar free drink that you're also not <laughs> going to be drinking on your sugar free week. Look, I, I always I just, to, I just I just I just want I just want between now and Tuesday you and Catherine to sit down and just do a bit of reading, just a little bit of research. No, but during during the week I never have fizzy drinks anyway. Okay, fine. You need to know that about me, um, right? So I mean, I mean, I can't think of anything more tragic than Saturday morning rolling round and you frolicking downstairs. <laughs> Catherine, the day has come. Cracking up a can of Orangina. Oh, yeah. That's what we wait Shake a week the for. Shake the bottle, wait <laughs> the drink. Anyway, go on. Um, and then I had a Magnum and uh, a pack of these vegan ice cream snacks, treats that we get. They're like these little balls, these little Japanese. They're incredible. The, uh, like the frozen uh, mochi balls, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a whole packet, what half a packet or a pack of them? I can't remember how many. I had like five of them. So, yeah, yeah. Don't so, look, listen, listen, listen. You're about to change yourself. Don't start. You're sounding like Eeyore now. Do you know what I mean? Like, you had the snack. Don't be hard on yourself. You work hard. Yeah, but then that's then. I mean, last yesterday I had a, a takeaway. I had uh, also for lunch. What did you, get, what'd you a, get from takeaway? Uh, Chinese yesterday. Chinese. By the way, um, Grace found it just hilarious when I said to Catherine, I went, Catherine. I went, oh, we'll get a Chinese, right? And Catherine, uh, Grace just starts absolutely wetting herself. Like, it's the funniest thing she's ever heard. Oh, did you, you didn't do the accent, did you? <laughs> of course I didn't do the accent. Okay. I'm just wondering what she would have been laughing at. <laughs> no, I think it was like, how excited I was, maybe. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Can so, they get oh, Chinese? Yeah. Chinese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we keep on saying that to her to make her laugh more, and oh, then no. what I realise is people... Yeah, that's sort of... great. And then the first time she meets someone Chinese, she starts laughing, you know, and you've got a fucking racist baby on your hands. Um, she was I'll already play. a bit funny with me on our driveway. <laughs> right. Yeah, go on. So for lunch, I had a um, a rhubarb apple and custard pasty. Um, what? Oh, my God, it was amazing. Where would you get that from? Just a local new pasty place in town. That sounds unbelievable. Rhubarb, apple, and custard in one pasty. Yeah, it was incredible. Holy fucking shit, man. Yeah. How much did that cost you? I actually think it was like £2.80. Okay, now obviously I can't have that. Can I just... Coughlin's Bakers, I know that you listen to this. Please, could you... Coughlin's will knock that up easily. Can you please make one of those Coughlin's and we call it... Let's call it the Wolf and Our Pasty, please. There you go. I'm putting the the call out. Oh, yeah. Me and Flo, who's sort of basically was at one point sort of an agent to both. Well, she's been your long-term agent, now my agent as well. But actually, she's looking into sort of these franchises of the Wolf and Our burrito brand. We're not actually opening a burrito bar. It's just no, a joke the next, um, No, the, the next um, uh, Wolf and Our Live, I'm looking into getting a burrito stand there. Oh, fuck it now. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, anyway, listen, talk me through this. Uh, so so you, had, uh, you had a rhubarb, uh, was it rhubarb, apple and custard pasty? Yeah, right. Then, then we went for coffee and I had a big, massive slice of um, like a shortbread thing. Mm. So like, I'm obsessed with eating crap. Okay. And, I, you know, and it's, 
look, I've, I've physically feel like I've lost a bit of weight. I feel pretty good about it. You look myself. great. You look great. I texted you the other day to say I think you're looking great. I know it meant a lot, my G. Uh, as do you. Um, but I need now Thanks to sort of... Thanks for something that means less than nothing. <laughs> saying in direct response to me saying that about you. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I'm just a little bit cautious of this. Like like me being addicted to stuff. I've got a very addictive personality. Yeah, we both do. So 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 can you talk me through um, this... Uh, how does this seven days thing work? Apparently it just breaks a circuit of... Okay, apparently. Okay, that's what I want to interrogate yeah. slightly. So where, yeah. when you say apparently, where have you read this somewhere? Yeah, I look, I, we did, Catherine's done a bit of Googling. I've done a bit of Googling. We've brought a book about it. The woman's... Look, it's a bit like with drinking, right? Mm. It's now with alcohol. Like, I literally got quite ill after the Euros. I was like, I need to fucking knock this on the head for a bit, right? That bit was literally after the Euros until over the last few weeks where I've gone, oh, you know what, I'll, I'll introduce, I'll have a beer. Because I, I don't, and I've had a beer or a couple of beers and then go, oh, yeah, that's fine. Whereas yeah. before, I've since literally probably the age of 15, if I have one or two beers, I'll have 12. Like, I literally yeah, yeah. would struggle always to just, I'd always just go, I'd have a beer, so me and you would have a beer and you'd go, I'm going to go home. And then I'd yeah. go, try to get you to stay. If you didn't stay, I'd find someone else to have a drink with. yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, not in a, like, I think oh, I was an alcoholic or whatever. I just, that was just how I, you know. Mm. But you got a Moorish personality, right? Yeah, yeah. And like sugar and that sort of stuff is, and also I don't know what you're like, and it seems like you and Lisa are very good with the boys. It's like when you start reading about weaning a baby and like her picking up on what we're eating, I'm like, I don't want to be constantly like eating. At the moment, because we're, and this week's been a lot better, she slept better, but when we're, t- when we're tired and like, you, know, you eat, you're eating like, constant sugar to pick you up mm. you know i'm like as you know i'm back you i'm right right in most days and you're gigging at night so like before a gig at the moment i'm like i'm sometimes going out and like sort of having like two or three fucking cookies just to fucking get me into like yeah, yeah. fucking you know so then you're like this this isn't sustainable i can't be living like this it's like to break that circuit and then reintroduce it at, but not at that crazy level well i think uh i, I, I do there is some science to what you're saying actually because, you know, like, you, you get into a habit of eating loads of sugar and eating chocolates and shit like that, right? Yeah. And then I've had a thing, sort of, a few weeks ago, I, I started to just try and start eating a bit more healthily, right? And that yeah. meant just by its very nature, that means you eat sort of fewer sweet things, right? Yeah. And then, and then what you do is, like, I will have, like, by the way, can I just say, before I'm doing this, before I say this, I've not managed to stick to this perfectly, but this is my what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to eat healthily yeah. most of the week and then maybe have like one day a week or like a half day a week where I'm just like, it's like a cheat day or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I have whatever yeah, yeah, I want, yeah. right? But what I do notice whenever I've tried doing that and, and whenever I've tried doing that in the past is like what I think you'll find is when you give up sugar for a week, and then you start eating again, you, it resets. It, it might take longer than this, I don't know. But, like, your sweetness uh, tolerance resets. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, when you're eating cookies and chocolates and shit like that, and I'm saying that as somebody that does that, you know, all the time, you just get, you just accept it. You just, like, eat and eat and eat. And, like, Lisa, yeah. Lisa hardly ever eats sweet stuff, right? And so whenever we, like, when I say to her, why don't we, like, get a dessert together, she can only have a little bit, and then she stops. And she's not doing it because she's obsessed with like not eating sweet things she it feels too sweet to her do you know what i mean and that's because her taste buds are like just like different she's like reset herself and a lot of people talk about this if you like 
you look it up, and I get, this is me again now after criticising you for not doing your research, I'm half-arsing this from what I sort of remember reading. But, like, if you cut, cut it out for a while, basically what you think is sweet comes down. You know, that bar drops and drops and drops yeah, to yeah, the point yeah, where yeah. something not that sweet tastes incredibly... To the point where, like, you know, ketchup will start tasting way too sweet to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you start wanting to eat more natural stuff. That does happen. So it's kind of like... You're kind of like recalibrating yourself. Do you know what I mean? Whether whether that is done by your seven-day thing or not, I, I don't know. I've Maybe that's what research, it is. But... What I will just say quickly is when we went to your house, right, mm. Lisa and you being incredible hosts, you put out three packets of lovely biscuits, mm-hmm. right? Catherine had one biscuit. I don't even know if... I, I, Lisa didn't have any biscuits, mm. right? I don't think you had a biscuit. Well, no, right? the reason... Yeah, but to be clear no, about that, the reason the I couldn't... three packets because... of biscuits got finished between me... Charlie and Alex, right? And Charlie and Alex were only in the room for about 15 minutes, most, right? And, that, for, you know, they're, they're too young. I, to be fair, I think they maybe had, at most, two biscuits, maybe three each, right? Yeah. Three packs. That meant the rest of those fucking biscuits was eaten by me. Mm. Well, well, to, you know, to make, to make you feel a bit better about that, you know, part of the reason... First of all, Charlie and Alex will have powered for a few of those biscuits, their little sugar monkeys. Um, the other thing I'll say, the only reason I didn't have any is because they weren't vegan. Yeah. Uh, Lisa was kind you of... You know, actually, to... just quickly, what's made me feel even more disgusting about myself, what, what else did I have in that situation? The jam donut. <laughs> I had a fucking jam donut as well. Like, I had a jam donut not... as well, though. No, 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 you did, but you didn't have all the biscuits. What a normal person would have done, Ramesh, is when you turn around and went, oh, does anyone fancy a jam donut? Go, oh, actually, no, I've had probably about 14 biscuits. Okay. Do it. <laughs> okay. Listen, listen. I, I think I think it's a good thing that you're doing, right? But what I would say is, you're writing, you're gigging, you're bringing up a baby, and that is hard. Okay. So can I? Can you just promise me this? All right. Yeah. And I, and I ask you, I ask you this as somebody who cares about you and wants the best for you, right? Yeah. If you do eat biscuits or you do, I, I, can you stop, just stop talking about yourself? Like, like, like you just got to go, I had some biscuits. You came to my house. I offered you some biscuits. I offered you a jam donut. It's a Coughlin's donut. You can't say no to that. You're bringing up Grace. Amazing you, donuts. You're right. bringing up Grace. You're fucking exhausted. You, got, you had yourself a treat. And now what you're doing is you've decided you're going to try and cut down on sugar. You're making improvements. So don't, mate, you're, you're on the path, man. I'm, I'm happy for I'm you. I'm looking forward to it. Th- you know, there's an argument that, you know, one of, the, uh, one of the possible arguments is that I'm doing this because I'm being nice. And another possible argument is I, feel, I still feel guilty about scoffing when you first tell me about this. But listen, either of those things is, is, could be true or both of them could be. Do you know what I mean? If we can also throw into sort of... Um the midst of other addictions. You know, uh, one thing I've got a, a bone to pick with you on is you and Lisa and your introduction to me and Catherine of the Amir Khan <laughs> at home with the Khans. How addictive is that show? It's man? incredibly addictive, but also I'm like, what the, f- this like nothing fucking happens. So, so I, I can't even remember, was it called Keeping Up With The Khans? No, Keeping Up With The Khans, maybe or something like, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. At home with the Khans. Something like that. Anyway, Lisa and I put this on and I actually, it brings me on to an interesting topic, right? I hope, well, arguably, I don't know. So it's up to people to decide. But like, um, so keeping up with the cards. This is an example of a show, and I don't know if you and Catherine have this. Lisa and I have shows, and I don't know if we talked about this before. That that depending on your mood, you can handle. So, for example, I love Ozark, as does Lisa, yeah. right? Yeah. But if we're slightly tired or have had a tough day, 
you can't watch Ozark. No, it's because it requires it requires too much mental kind of application, and it's quite dark and it's quite stressful to watch. Exactly, right? we've got the same. We've got the stair. Is it the, the stairway one? Uh, we started watching. Right. Literally watch one, two episodes at the first two episodes with a responder with halfway through the series. Yeah, exactly. It's like, so so you've got those you got those shows where you're ready to yeah. that's hardcore TV watching, right? You throw yeah. down and you're ready to watch it. So on this particular night, we just wanted like something, I guess the equivalent of like TV fast food. So we threw on this Khan show on BBC Three. And I cannot explain why this I d I don't know why this show is so addictive, right? Because you watch an episode. So little happens. I mean, so like genuinely little so happens. little happens. And and like to be completely honest, they're very sweet people. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like there's there's much animosity or in it or no. You know, it's like they're actually a couple with three lovely kids living what seems like quite a nice sort of life. And you know, it doesn't like you know since Grace has been born and and you know obviously we you know things like. Uh, married at first sight we know that me and you have a perchance for these kinds of shows you know keeping up the kardashians was on a lot when i like when grace was like mm. some mornings i get it you know, i get down and whatever and, and caffeine had been with grace and i just leave it on and sit there and watch hours of it hours upon hours and but there yeah the kardashians it's constant there's arguments there's fallings out mm -hmm. like in this car one i'm like it's kind of just like you're just watching two people who are just living a pretty I know. nice the only one I've ever watched that was more tepid was the Peter Andre one. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the Peter Andre one. Did you ever see it? No. I, I, is it, hold on. Is, it about, is this the Peter Andre one with Katie Price? Or? No, 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 no. This, I don't think Katie Price was in this one from what I remember. Okay, it was like... Because yeah, they Peter did was, one together, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe she was in it. I just remember it being... So, I remember All I remember is one bit where it was like, um, Peter's gone to Butlins to perform. And in a you know mad state of events, he's forgotten his favourite trousers. It's like, oh mate, I'm all the way out of here. I forgot my bloody trousers. The trousers I like to wear on stage. Peter rushes to the store. I have to go to the store. And he literally, it was just there was so little going on. The voiceover mate, Peter that, that, was saying that's exactly what, that's what, the same fucking thing. Yeah. I was like, there's no big like no one's even remarking on it. Yeah, like it, it's not. It was honestly so drab. Yeah. Like, but that's what that's what this calm thing's like. It's like, you know, Amir wants to throw Fariel a, a birthday party, oh and it just God, cuts to him God, going, I just like, I really, I really, yeah, I really I want to, this. I really want to throw her a party and that. So I just want to make sure that you know she likes a birthday. So I want to make sure she's got a great, you know, she's having a great birthday. Then it cuts to Fariel going, I just love, I, I love birthdays, and um, I think Amir might be throwing me a party. I'm not sure. He's trying to keep it a secret, but he cannot keep secrets. Then it cuts back to him. I'm just really bad at keeping secrets, so I just like hopefully I'll be able to like keep her from Fariel. And then it then it's like she's walking along with her friend, like just walking along in the park, just going. I I'm starting to think that Amir might be throwing me a party. I'm not sure, it's but so it's like that. And, it's like, and that is That's it. An and then episode. it ends with the fucking party. That's an yeah. episode. That is an episode. The party, but by the way, look, in like you know, love to the both of them. They're, they're sweet people. The parties, it's not rocking, is it? The most of the parties, them sitting there talking it's like, about. It's like nine oh, you know people what? on a yacht. Yeah, I'm really you know missing I mean? home, actually. I'm really missing Bolton. He says how much he misses Bolton all the time. I've been to Bolton. Bolton's great. Do you know what I mean? But you're, you know, it's this party. You you spent half an hour. I was expecting it to be absolutely rocking. In it, you know, actually. In all fairness, I actually looked at the party for actually of all the parties I've seen on these reality shows, that's one I'd have liked to go to. Yeah. Didn't feel like you had to show off or wear anything too fancy. 
No, you would have done. No, no, you've made a mistake there. Everybody there was dripped out, man. Yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, but I wasn't be expect. Yeah, look, I'd have gone dressed okay, but I'd have probably want to sort of like baggy a pair of slacks, something you, sort you, of you, like you, you know something I could you, sit you. around a bit in. Mm. You know, it, it didn't feel as pompy as some of them can. You know, mm. have you ever seen the Kardashians with their parties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. next level. Yeah, but but uh, but I'm slightly nervous because it's there's a chance we'll bump into Amir Khan. So we just we just I just want to say this oh, look, for the record, mate. Seems like a great guy. Seems like a great family. Let me say, like Amir Khan, I'm loving the show. He's, you I, know can't, what, actually, I can't imagine. I cannot imagine a show with less happening in it. I, I I can't think of a show. The only things I can imagine that I've got less happening in it, are like you know those re- those baby shows where like yeah. it's just like a gerbil wandering around. And yeah, then but then like, those what the baby shows when they're having the babies. No, I mean like you know TV oh, for good, babies. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Christ, don't yeah. We're, we're just I'm getting talking about that. the miracle of life emerging. That's he's got into his dancing vegetables thing, dancing fruit. It's yeah. insane. I say she's yeah. got into it. We put it on, and if she's very, yeah, she sort of flicks in like, and out. Do you know what I can't it. wait for? Go on. You to do CBB's story time, bedtime Mate, story. I've got to say, my story reading is incredible. Wow, gone. Well, I mean, what's so good about it? I mean, you've got, you've got the voices down, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, the voices are good. The, the timing, I really, really take my time with it. I really enjoy it. I savor every line. Yeah, just cat yeah. knocking on the door. Tom, you've been in there an hour, mate. Do you wanna? <laughs> Grace is absolutely exhausted. Get on with something else. She's she's crying because she wants you to leave now, Tom. No, I just, uh, I, I think it's something to take it. Actually, it's one of my happiest moments for every day. Yeah. Tom, it's can you re- do, can you read next, tomorrow night, can you read her, uh, <laughs> I've lost my hat rather than Lord of the Rings? Is that okay? Mate, I'd never, I'd never read a Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, it's, I've got so many, so much beef with that fucking franchise. Why? I don't know, just the way it ends. I know you've got an issue with the films not ending, but what's your problem with the yeah, books? Yeah, but also, I've never, I've never even gone near the books. I didn't need to because the films Why? were out, but as soon as I was aware of it, the films were there, but. You, I bet at school you're one of those kids who'd read all of Tolkien. No, I did read The Hobbit. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, <laughs> fucking coming back. <laughs> coming back after the summer holidays. What did you do, uh, uh, Rang and Nathan? Any good? Anything good? Yeah, pretty much just read the whole of The Hobbit. <laughs> I did read The Hobbit. It's because of fucking dragon, isn't it? That's not sad to read a book about a dragon. No, it's, I mean, I, I just wasn't into that kind of shit. There's there's lot the problem with that. I mean, I'm about to. I'm not insulting Tolkien. Tolkien's great, but there is a lot of like. If you're a kid, there is a lot of people sitting around a table, blowing smoke rings and eating food. I mean, that goes. I watched the cartoon quite early on. Remember the original cartoon? I used to love that man. That was so cool. Yeah, but if you yeah, I get it. The cartoon's cool, but if you read the book, you're a fucking. I understand. Yeah, (laughs) that was just like. I just thought, like, the book's not going to be as exciting as the cartoon. Yeah. And look, the first film I loved, second and third, I thought were absolute jank. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> actually, I was saying the second actual one was all right. Well, she's the one with Gandalf comes back, isn't he, in the second one? I can't remember. Is it the second or third? He oh. comes back a different colour, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale! 
Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. So, so you and you and Cat are are cutting out sugar for a yeah. week. Yeah, and replacing it with American. Um, what I will say to you is, you will find day two tough. Really, mm. stay hydrated. Wednesday, that'll be. Make sure you snack. Yeah, I've got these. But... What have you got? I'll actually make sure if these got sugar in. Oh, here we go. What what is it? What is it? First of all. Like a, uh, a Mexican snack mix. <laughs> oh, there's sugar in that. <laughs> of course it fucking is. Yeah. It's a snack mix, you dickhead. Yeah, well, I'll find... Yeah, I'll get bits. Just like but you're, you're, you're not cutting out all sugar. You're cutting out added sugar, right? Yeah, added sugar. And yeah. like, so you can have fruit? Some fruits, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ones that aren't crazy with fructose. Yeah. So, like, can you have a banana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have banana every morning. I Look, you know what? More than anything... I think it's going to be cutting out treats, overly sweet stuff that I have. We have with everything, even ketchup. Like this morning, I've had four portions of ketchup today. You need to get hot sauce in your life, bro. Yeah, I've sure got a selection of hot sauces at home. Uh, can I tell you what I've really been getting into while I've been filming? Go on. Um, satsumas. Oh wow! Oh, my God! What have you got a, a good treat. supply? Have you got a good supply? Because a satsuma. I don't know. Let I... me say, a satsuma is like I think. Once you get a vein of satsumas that are amazing, you're in a fucking great place, mate, man. I, I am. I am in such a purple patch for satsumas on this wow. shape, man. And like they're slightly bigger than a regular satsuma. Nice. Almost, you'd go. They're knocking on the door of being an orange. These satsumas. Is that not? A, what's a clementine? Is a clementine smaller than a satsuma? Oh, fuck, maybe that is what I'm eating. Clementines are amazing, man. Clementines. It, I think you've you found clementines in your life. Clementine's bigger than Satsumas. Can somebody let me know, please? Let me just say something, right? This is quite sad. Um, in a way, it's quite emotional. I had a bad Satsuma in about 2000 and maybe eight, and mm. it put me off Satsumas until about a year ago. How was it bad? It was just like really bitter and horrible. And it was just, I remember like, obviously a Satsuma is, every Satsuma is like a little present, right? And but it's a present that could be from the, the gift of the gods or like from the devil's bollocks, right? So some sure. of them are going to be incredible and like lovely and sweet and d- delicious. And then getting really get... insight into Grace's story time, by the way. Yeah, go on. <laughs> and, then, and then sometimes you get um, yeah, you get like this bit a horrible one. And that mm. I had that satsuma, and after having to like it was covered, you know, the sort of horrible sort of gangly white bits you get on it. Yeah, I hate that. Shit. Yeah, that shit was like took for ages to because it was really stuck onto the, yeah. the segments. So it took me a long time to. to get into the satsuma by the time we got yeah. there i was like this isn't worth it and i don't think i'll ever eat a satsuma again yeah you know what's interesting about that is that happened to you in what, what year was that uh i think it was about 2013 well, actually, about 2009 maybe 2000 and then when did you next when did you next eat a satsuma about a year that? ago and then now okay. i'm eating i'm like well not as yeah. rigorous as you yeah so that was a few years whereas i know for a fact that if you ate a crispy cream that had dog shit on it you'd have another one half an hour later <laughs> What I love about that, right? What I love about that is I fucking so saw the comedian you are there. 
Right. You had that fucking gag so loaded. You got so fucking... You, your shoulders went back. You were like fucking... You literally looked like in a boxing match where someone's like got, got into their corner and they're like, it was a right hook and an uppercut and you've got this fight. <laughs> you come out of your corner busting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah wait till I drop this Krispy Kreme uh, line on him. Uh, but you're right. I probably would do that. Yeah. Right, should we do some emails, my guy? Let's do it, my G. Um, I feel like... Um, I'm liking the Adidas lit today. It's nice. Are you? Yeah, I like it. It's good. Thanks. I do feel like... Um, I really love the three-stripe, the sort of old-school tracksuits, man. But I'm starting to wonder if I look a bit tragic wearing them, Jim. No, 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 no. You look good. You look good, boy. Right, right. You look good. Look. Thanks once again to the Swan. Shout out to Swan. Oh, listen, before we get into emails, can I just shout out? This is a bit self-indulgent. Charlie Ranganathan. Wow. Okay, today. So it was his um, it was his uh, awards day for his football team today, right? Right. So I, phone up, so I was filming today. Phone up Lisa. Uh, how did Charlie's awards day go? She goes, yeah. I said, what did he get? She goes, um, he got, um, like he got the participation like medal thing. And I said, is he all right? And she goes, he's a bit down because like, he thought he had a good season this season. I said, all right. And what did you say to him? She goes, I just said to him, maybe next year or whatever. And then I come in and uh, Alex comes up to me and goes, Dad, do you want to speak to Charlie? Because he's a bit upset. He wants to talk to you about his football. So I go, all right. I go upstairs and uh, I go, he sat on his bed, looks, looks really sad, poor little shit. And um, I said to him, are you right, mate? What, what happened at the football thing today? And he goes, I didn't win a trophy. And then I went, oh, mate, well, don't worry about it. He goes, I won two, baby. And he just, oh, wow. he won. He pulled out. He did a little, it's all a little prank organised with him and, and Lisa and Alex. He won uh, Players Player of the Season oh, and wow. Most Improved Player of the Season. So well done. I was, mate, I buzzed my, t- it's mad, isn't it? I buzzed my tits off. Mate, it's not mad at all. You know what that is? That's good fathering. Yeah. Not, wasn't there for the awards thing because I was working. Turned up yeah. later to congratulate. Yeah, but you know what? That's a great day. Right? I'm not letting you fucking sit in a wallow of your own pity here. Do you know what was probably even more rewarding than winning the uh, uh, awards? And that he'll talk about him and Alex and, and Lisa and yourself will talk about for years to come is the prank that they played. Because that genuinely, they're, they're the happy moments that, you know. I could, I'm looking forward to in years to come. Going, we, we kept doing pranks like that because Dad was <laughs> never there, was he? And he always fell for it. Silly bastard. Sometimes I think he was just pretending to fall for it because he felt so guilty about the fact he never was at home. <laughs> Something like that. And they won't be saying it to each other. They'll be saying it to a therapist. Anyway, let's do some emails. <laughs> oh, Jeepers, creepers. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is from uh, the Otter. Yo. Hello to the Wolf House One and Cat. Love the podcast. Keep them coming as I'm starting to run out. As I- Oh. Before we get into emails, sorry, this is just reminding me. Sorry, my brain's all over the fucking place today. Oh, God, I can't believe I said that out loud. Anyway, last week, loads of people emailed in about the uh, the Timid Pigeon. And uh, look, Timid Pigeon, I just want to say to you, first of all, loads of people think you're amazing for what you did. This is the story of the guy that saw a couple the being... Legend. Um, the legend. Yeah, receiving homophobic slurs. He stood up for them. Uh, told these idiots to fuck off and then got a little bit of shit as a result of it. And uh, two things. Uh, well, in give, first of all, a load of people have come out in support for him and said you did an amazing thing, so thank you for doing that. And also a load of people emailed me to say, uh, to give me 
it was really nice. I talked about the fact when I was racially abused in Barnstable and a load of people said they don't represent us and please don't let that make you think better. I had a load of people from that area emailing and say, please don't think, please don't judge our area because of that. And I'm not. It happened years and years ago. It's like before I was, I was supporting Sean Walsh on tour. It was like years and years and years ago. And obviously I don't hold the town accountable for like a couple of decades. Anyway... Uh, the Otter says, hello to the Wolfhouse One and Cat. Love the podcast. Keep me kind of starting to run out as I play catch up. I'm after some advice. I'm 33 with an amazing wife and young son. I'm a lowly musician who makes a low but fairly decent amount from gigs and tuition. My wife, on the other hand, is a deputy head teacher and makes double what I make. She also has far vast amounts of savings against my zero. We keep our money separate and pay equally into a joint account for bills, etc. But she always said we should just combine incomes as we're a team. I understand this fully, but I don't want to seem like I'm living off my wife's earnings, buying equipment and various other things when she works so hard and I work part-time. Um, I'll also include that I pick up a lot of the childcare during the week. Am I in the wrong here? Hope this makes sense. And sorry for the long email. It's not actually that long at all. Any advice would be appreciated. Yours sincerely, The Otter. Yo, um, The Otter. I want to come flying straight out and say, I think, my friend, I, I think you should share your incomes, and I think that's fine to do. I think that your wife sounds like an amazing person who's leveled up and said, Let, "Let's um, let's let's share our incomes." She's not thinking about how much each of you um, uh, earn. It's not that for her. It's uh, it's a matter of just sharing what you do earn and and putting it into one place. So you you know you're you might have more of a healthy balance that that's combined. I think if I'm going to be quite honest my old friend i think there's probably a little bit of a male ego thing here uh, and i think it's you you're slightly worrying about the fact that you don't earn as much but i think that's sometimes sometimes something that we worry about more than the ladies in our life i think the fact of the matter is and i think she that's not bothering her clearly right it's only a matter if you make it a matter and i think uh i think you kind of got to let that go my friend I, I get it i completely understand it um i've been there and i think that you have to know that you give her more than than just financial uh sort of uh, substability i don't know what the fucking word i'm looking for is i'm tired i like, um, I like to use stumbling to make up a word though. I like <laughs> um, but i think you give her more than that with the um you know with, with everything you do you clearly you know you're clearly a great dad you pick up a you know and i you know i think as well the um the idea of sort of uh, yeah i think i talked about this last week but the idea of like this sort of old school sort of like you know Dad's picking up, you know, he, he, I I try and do as much around the house as I possibly can just because I think it's, it's, it's bringing up children. I think you, you kind of got to do as much as, you know, obviously I can't do as much as Catherine because I, I work, but, you know, I, I try to do as much. And I think that's an old school view that the lady's there to do that and the man's there. I think that guys like you are inspiring. So, look, you, you do a job you're clearly good at, you clearly enjoy, let that go, pull those bank accounts don't go crazy and start spending all our money on new guitars and shit because that would be out of order. But um, yeah, just know that you're a good guy. Put a badge on, you know, an invisible badge. Every now and again, just look down at your breastplate and just go, yo, I'm doing all right. Really nice. Once again, Tom, it's just, I love to hear you. It's like just pouring warm hot chocolate into your ear or something. Uh, the Otter, my attitude towards this is that, so... The swan uh, doesn't have a job. Um, she occasionally, actually tomorrow, she's dipping in to, to do some drama stuff at, um, at the kids' primary school. But she does that like as and when on an ad hoc basis. But 
uh, I don't have money. She doesn't have money. We have money. That's how I see it, is that we are a couple. And so we earn the money. Do you know what I mean? It's not my money. It's our money. And, and that's how we operate. So I just, uh, I would go along with what Tom says, you know, pull your money. It's like you're a couple, you're a team. Do you know what I mean? So don't worry about it. Um, th- there was a clip, I can't remember what show it's from, and, and I'm about to slightly contradict myself, where they were talking about, and I think, I think I saw a clip of Steve Harvey talking about this, where he was saying his idea was is that you pay money into a joint account to cover bills, and then you also have your own separate account where you have your own money so that you don't end up resenting each other. That was his solution to it. And like, I guess if you two are not earning the same amounts of money, the way that you could work that out is by doing a percent, do it on a percentage basis. If she earns more than you, a percentage, a percentage of your income paying into the joint account is probably the fairest way to do that. As long as it covers the bills. I mean, I'm getting into semantics here, but the point I'm trying to make is, is you've got to work out whatever works for you. Tom's right. You know, I, I would put your ego and your, issues of separation and who's earning what to one side and work out what's the best for you guys. It's different for everybody. Some people like to keep their money completely separate. Some people just think, let's chuck it all in together and other people do something in between. Um, the truth is, I don't think there is a real, there is a correct answer to that. But, um, you know, certainly from my point of view, I just think whatever money comes into the house is ours, you know. And, um, and, and the reason I think that is because we, we've got three children and I would not be able to work as hard as I do and have three children that are so well put together if, if, if Lisa wasn't doing as much as she does. And so, you know, we're contributing to our lifestyle. It's not just about income. You know, your standard of living isn't all down to money. There's so many other things that, that come into that and you're contributing in different ways. It's not all material things. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I think don't worry about it and do what works best for you would be my advice, Otter. And best of luck with it. Best of luck. How do you think we're doing, Tom? The energy level's better than last yeah, time, it is, isn't it? it, is, it, it is, yeah. Do you reckon we're moving into a situation where we could do evening ones? Yeah, we could, our evenings could be the way forward. Yeah. Although, how does it work in your home situation? Because it is quite tricky for me. To do yeah, I mean, it, the, the early morning, the, the nice Sunday morning chills, little coffee, and then they're mm. my favourite ones. Anyway. Uh, hey, Wolf Allen Swan, thanks for reading my email. I'm doing that because I had an exclamation mark at the end of that. I love the podcast. I'm a huge fan of you both. I'm a bit stand-up comedy obsessed. So it's definitely my bucket list to see you both live. Well, I'll tell you what, if that isn't your bucket list, I've got some great news for you. Yeah, hit it up. Tommy D and Ramashranga Nathan are only doing some stand-up shows together at 21 Soho. When is it? End of June? End of June. I think actually quite a lot of the tickets have gone, Romsky. No. Um, but I think there's two dates still available. Okay. So check it out. Tom, Rom, smashing out the com. Uh, okay, anyway, enough ask us, and here's my question. Of the seven deadly sins, pride, greed, lust, envy, wrath, gluttony, sloth, which one do you think you're most guilty of and which are you least guilty? I mean, come on. This is one of the easiest questions to answer in the history. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the questions, isn't it? All the yeah. best, Golden Retriever. Uh, Tommy D. Greed, man. Oh, hello, greed. Uh, I think, yeah. And, and the greed, is, and actually, it'd be, probably be more gluttony. That's eating, right? Yeah, gluttony. So what, hold on, what is the difference between greed and gluttony? I think greed's more about financial stuff and oh, okay, fine. having more. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not that guy. Gluttony's more. Yeah, I think I was quite. I'm quite glutton. Like eating would probably be the the main glutton. one. Yeah, glutton. Um, let me just have a look at what they are again. Sloth, wrath, yeah, envy, lust, 
greed, pride. Yeah, so gluttony, yeah, I think. I don't think I'm particularly proud. I think I don't think as a comedian you can be too proud. Yeah. Is shame one? Shame would be is shame no, I don't think it is, is it? Okay, fine. Uh, shame would be shame would be out there for me. Yeah. Is self hate um, one? <laughs> I think en- I don't think I don't, I'm not particularly envious people person. I'm like, well, I don't I'm, think I'm an envious person. What I would say is though, just with regards to that, is when I started doing when when you started doing stand up. I, I do remember, I, I've got to be honest, I did feel envious of people that were, like, making progress quicker than me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, and, but, and, yeah. And it's, and it's something I had to, I actually realised really quickly that, well, I'd like to think I realised really quickly that no good can come from that. It, that only leads to misery, do you know what I mean? Just being envious of somebody else's position or whatever. But I remember, like, thinking, I'm trying to get on, and then people I was sort of gigging with were getting big, were getting breaks and stuff like that, and you sort of think... You don't not wish it to happen for them, but you do find yourself going, fuck, man, is that ever going to happen for me? And I think that's envious. And, and, yeah, and then very quickly, very quickly you've, got squ- you've, got, you've got to push that out of your but life. I think the sins are only the sins that if, if, you, if, they, if you can't get a hold of them, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like, guess so. You, you exactly what you're talking about there. I think everyone's been through that. And I think, like, from the moment, like when you leave school or whatever, and people, are, I remember when your, your mates are going to uni, I didn't go to uni and all, like, you saw, I was envious of the fact that people were going away and doing something with their lives. And I was stuck back in a place where I was essentially living, living in Groundhog Day for sort of the four years that they all went away. And, you know, those who kept in contact um, and didn't go off and find amazing other friends. Uh, that's, you know, that was a constant thing there, you know. So I said, like, you're going to have these things, I think. But in the question of the one that I'd say, gluttony is the one where I'm like, I'm a gluttonous person. I like greed isn't a thing for me. I, I don't. I, I'm not worried. I don't. I'm not a greedy person. I think I. I want to have enough to to live a life that I, I think's right. But I don't think I've got to have everything. I don't look at other people and go, "I need that or I need this." That's good because mm. that's what you realise. I think quite quickly is and like me and you, but from very similar backgrounds. And I think when you first have any kind of success and you have any co- sort of money that comes in, you sort of. I think there's a period that you probably go through where. You, because you didn't have money as a child, you go, all right. If I can buy this and I buy, I can buy that, and you're sort of trying to replace some sort of childhood unhappiness or some deep-seated idea that even as a kid that wouldn't have made you happy. Like greed is a, you know, as a just a, its very nature of like, you know, I look at the, you know, I won't name it because I've actually recently got in some trouble for naming people on this podcast, but. Uh, when I was a kid, I used Honestly, to go... Honestly, have you? Yeah, no, no. I, I had someone contact me because I, I mentioned their name and I felt a bit bad. And um, oh. <laughs> it's so, so, That's so weird because you're so careful with that, aren't you, that stuff? Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so, so I remember a kid who, who like, had every... Like, me and you are both obsessed with mask toys, right? Yeah. When we were kids. This kid had every fucking mask toy. It was amazing, right? It was incredible to go to his house. But he had... just He was just never happy. He was like, you know... And once, like, you know, then he wanted Star Wars or whatever, or he met, like, he'd always have all the toys. But, mm. and I think that's the thing, right? So you all, you, I think if you can, like, envy, greed, any of these things, if you can get on top of them and go, right, that's, that's just not a natural way of feeling. It's, it's trying to, you know, gluttony is the only one I'll probably say that I struggle with. Yeah. I'd say sloth is an issue for me as well. Are you joking? What? You're like probably one of the most, like, 
driven, hardworking people I've ever met in my life. Well, that's very. I appreciate you saying that, but but what I would say to you is, I do think that's because I do enjoy what I do. Like like people people, I have this said to me quite a lot is that oh, you've got a good work ethic, but I don't think I do. I'm a lazy person, but I just think I really like what I do. I do think that. Yeah, I, I disagree there, I'm afraid to say. You, you don't get to where you've got without being hardworking. Like, yeah, but like you enjoy, the, I enjoy what I do. No, 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 no. that's all well and good, right? That's all well and good. But it takes hard work. I know how, because I, I, I sit in a place where, I know how much hard work it takes. It takes hard work to get where we're getting, right? You could only do that if you work hard. And yeah, look, we're blessed. Me and you are blessed. We, we both. But then when we didn't do this for a job, right, you might not have loved what you did before, but did you get up every day and go and do it? Because you had to. Yeah, but yeah, but I didn't, you know. No, no, no. You did, this is what I'm saying is it's not about, like, did you enjoy it? Did you get up every day and yeah, do something? Yeah, but when I, was, when, I was, when I was working in, the point I'm trying to make is I was like a cost analyst for an airline caterers, right? Yeah. And I got up every day and went there, but I wasn't fucking staying there longer than I had to. I no, no, but you got up and went and did it. Yeah, but I was so, doing, I was doing whatever the fucking minimum was to get away. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know so what I mean? Like, I, I, I was the same on a building site, but I still got up and did it. So a sloth attitude would be that you're not going to do anything. Okay, but sloth attitude also is, if I wasn't living with Lisa and I had a day off, I don't even know if I'd leave the bed. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 would, I would, the night before put enough snacks for me to survive. I'd find some way that I could sort of piss and shit without having to get up. Oh, you wouldn't do that, would you? No, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, I'm sort of exaggerating for, for I I not even comic effect because it wasn't even that funny. Like but... a grotty little hotel. And... Yeah, mate, no, but that's the other thing, Tom. So I can make a nice hotel room messy and horrible so quick. So <laughs> quick, man. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, because I think that's sloth. I live in a house that is so, like, caffeine is so, I mean, I've got to a point now but I, I, I've become so obsessed with like cleaning up. It's ridiculous mm. at the moment. Like, because oh. I have a serious problem with like, I suppose it's addictive, right? If I can't do, I can't do things to a small level. Like, so when Grace was born and everything, Catherine went, I really need you to give me, like, be more helpful around the house because you leave shit everywhere. Da, 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 you, you, da, da. So I took that as being, I needed. So now Catherine pulled me up the other day and she was like, you've become so obsessed with cleaning and doing these chores mm. and jobs. I write mm. lists. Never happy this woman, is she? No. 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 Be careful what you oh, wish for, Cat. <laughs> you wanted it, now you got it. <laughs> you got a guy with a problem. Oh yeah, she's got a guy with a few. <laughs> But yeah, gluttony in the and what a great question. Great question. Thank you, Garden Retriever. And thank you, Swan, for selecting it. Okay. Um, so this is from the Blue Tit. Wow. Firstly, I want to say thank you for the great podcast and fun chat. My mum got me into the pod by playing it when we're driving to watch football together. Now it's a nice tradition we have when we're in the car for a couple of hours together, and it brings us a lot of joy. I'm now an independent listener to the pod and have just finished making my way through the archive. So thanks for this. You're going to love this, what I'm about to say to you. I found myself saying wowzers in general life, which I've inherited from hearing Wolf say it on the podcast. I didn't realise it's because... Honestly, Blue Tit, I can't explain to you how disgusting the Wolf's demeanour is at hearing that. He sort of sat back, just so delighted with himself. Um, I didn't even realise it's becoming part of my lexicon until a friend pointed out. Have either of you found yourself accidentally picking up sayings and phrases from other people and can't help using them? Keep up the excellent work, you sweet, sweet souls. Love the blue tit. Um, Less than the blue tit. Um, number one, I'd like to just 
yeah, if you can feel something on your shoulder right now, it's my hand. Just I put my sounds, <laughs> sounds a bit weird. My arm around you just to say thank you. Look, when it comes to sayings and stuff, I am a wolf on the sheep. So I make up a lot of these myself. I own them. I ride with them. They're from my heart and my soul. Look, every now and again, so I'll hear someone, one of my cool friends like Ramesh, uh, will say something where I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, but do I take it? No, if I'm honest with you, I, I, I sort of, I like to sort of go my own way. I think I was one of the first people to really smash my guy as well. And I think a lot wow, of people... that is a hell of a claim. That I is... genuinely do. Fucking hell, that is a claim. I really do. You think you can't with my guy? Uh, no, I think I was one of the people to now, really... Now, as you fuck. know, Jamie Redknapp, avid listener of the podcast. Yeah. You, what do you think Jay is going to say when he hears it? I think Jay would tell you that I was a real pusher of my guy. My guy. Do you know who... Would you say... Hold on. Are you suggesting that you started saying it before Jamie Redknapp? Is that what you're saying? I think there was a moment in our history when me and him, yeah, we came together and that was sort of probably that hazy summer. When That's I, not the question I'm asking it. That's not the I question think, I'm I asking think, I think I maybe did. You sound like you sound like a, you sound sound like like one of the Tories on Good Morning Britain right now. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I maybe did. Right. I think what we spent a lot of time together in the summer of My Guy. Okay. Right. I think he maybe, he maybe hit the My Guy vibe of just like My Guy. But mm. I think I pushed... The, the my guy. I pushed the tone of it a little bit more. Mm, okay. All right. Well, what I think I'm going to do is I think uh, maybe we get Jay. What we're going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Jay to come on and, and verify. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a little chat with Jay. Yeah. You know I as well? We should, on the so, next episode, let's get, listen, okay, let's do this. We're going to ask Jay if you're going to come on the next podcast and we'll finally get this my guy thing put to get better. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think, I think it was me. I think I came up with it. Okay. Right. I think most people would say that with me that there was an air of like, look, it's like a bit like, you know, Bob Dylan, right? He sang some amazing songs. Other people have sung them better. What's that mean? Well, like, it's like sometimes, or Elvis Presley. He's fucking, he did a lot of covers, but fucking a lot of them were better than the original people who sung them. Mm, Whitney Houston, a... I Will Always Love You. Right. Who sang the original? Dolly Parton, was it? Yeah, yeah, but which is better? I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't really like any either of them to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? Right, right. You take. So, but, but I don't understand what the point is you're making. Are you Dolly Parton? Are you Whitney Houston? I'm probably Whitney Houston in a lot of ways. Right. So you didn't come up with my guy. <laughs> no, no. But I made it sexy and cool. Okay, so <laughs> it's just impossible to know what you're fucking saying. No, I think I came up with it when we, me and Jamie were away in Rotterdam. I reckon it was about. So time. you did come up with it. I think I did. I think. I, you, I, you did come up with it. I think I did. Or you didn't. You, you, I, I think he had a small thing right, where he said, my guy once or twice. But it was no, it was just like a, it was like a tiny little thing. And I think mm. I exaggerated uh, it. Or? Jesus Christ. I think get Jamie on and let's just have that chat with Jamie. Yeah, let's we'll get Jamie on. We'll get Jamie on. He's been on the didn't we play him into the podcast before about that whole fucking I'm going water thing or whatever? Yeah, I think we did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we'll actually get him on properly this time. Okay, fine, let's do that. Um okay. Well, that's uh, gonna be fucking fun. Trying to work around his schedule, your yeah, schedule. That's brilliant. Right? I mean if yeah. you thought if you thought it's difficult getting the Wolf and Al together for a fucking podcast, let's see if Jamie can What 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 would be his name? 
I suppose the fox. I'm, uh, let's ask him. In fact, let's ask him when he comes on. We'll get him on. And let yeah, yeah. We'll um, okay. This is going to be, so, gonna be new... so funny. But next week's episode, we're just wiping egg off our face. Where Jamie's tell us to go fuck ourselves. <laughs> It'll be quite. It could be quite a new way of just like really pushing our brand and having like new people just coming on to settle debates. Yeah, or it's just a one-off thing, and we can't be asked to ever organise anything like that again. Yeah, no, it depends. I think I know much, which one it's going to be. It depends how much effort it takes <laughs> yeah. on your part to get Jamie on. Yeah. Okay, Tommy D. Yo, it's time for you to take us out of the Wolf and Owl podcast. Yo, okay. Simon Gutenberg was a good man, one of the best men in all of the land. And one sweet, sweet summer, he headed to the party destination that was Las Vegas. Simon, for all of his sweet, sweet sentiments, was terrible in chatting up ladies and women. He uh, often found himself tongue-tied and thought maybe he wasn't sexy enough or maybe he wasn't handsome enough. So what he decided to do is make sure he was smelt amazing. And he went to a perfumery and he bought some um, Tom Ford for the first night he went out there. He goes out that night, he's hanging around with a Tom Ford, just trying to get people to smell him, to get them to like him. And, yeah, he leaves that night without a kiss or any kind of romantic uh, endeavour. So the next night he goes and he gets a little bit of Sauvage uh, and he goes out, he has a little bowl around, still no one's interested. He, he tries to talk to a couple of people and, you know, get get them to smell him. The third night, he decides not to go with any aftershave at all. He goes with natural. As soon as he gets into a place, he just goes up and starts chatting to a woman. He says, hi, I'm Simon. And she says, yo, how are you doing? He's like, yeah, yeah, and they get on really fine have a little dance together a few drinks he takes her number and a romance blossoms it strikes simon at 3 a.m that morning that he put so much pressure on the fact that he'd smell good that he didn't think about actually just being himself and relaxing the truth of the matter is however we dress (laughs) ourselves up with colognes and perfumes and nice clothing and glamorous handbags or one of those man bags that you see all the cool G's wearing these now, even a sleeve tattoo. You can dress all these things up. But maybe the thing that should smell the best is the person who resides inside of you. We can work hard on our appearance. Let's work hard at who we are as well. Like Simon Gutenberg always would say from that day, you know, the thing that smells best about me is my voice within. Hmm. Really nice. I mean, Simon Gutenberg had a great night there, and you sort of it sounds like he sounds. Like, I mean, another interpretation of that story would be Simon Gutenberg bought some new aftershave, and it really worked out for him. No, he didn't work out for him because the time he went out with none, he didn't put any on. That's when he got lucky. Oh, when sorry, not, but okay, I didn't follow the story. Probably. Yeah, oh yeah, I noticed you were sort of drifting off a little bit. <laughs> uh, These right, stories guys, only work if you listen to all of them, Rob. So, yes, yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry. It's like Ozark, isn't it? Um, okay. <laughs> Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Wolf and Owl. Uh, we we love you. Um, oh, yo! Uh, one last thing. Um, check out the Wolf and Owl um, <laughs> Instagram page for a really cool uh, competition that's coming up. 
somewhere oh, yeah. this week. Um, yeah. Ramesh is planning it. It's going to be amazing. There's going to be a chance to get some signed merchandise. Um, maybe uh, as a part of the competition, I will write you a psalm or some sort of like advice. Yeah, okay, okay, and, okay, okay. Don't, uh, don't, 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 don't. Just, just wait and see if you've actually got time to do that. Okay. Um, can I just say, when we posted up about the burrito bar t-shirts, a couple of people went, order now for delivery Christmas 2026. Uh, I just want to say in relation to that, we are, and I understand why people said that, because we had some stock issues and delivery issues. We are no longer involved in the merchandise. At, I mean, we're involved in obviously okaying the designs and stuff like that, but we are not in charge of delivery anymore. So it won't, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's... That is now completely like you'll you'll be ordering it from a proper store yeah, rather than yeah. essentially me and Ramesh regressed to being a pair of shit kickers from yeah. Kansas State selling t shirts yeah. from the back of Yeah. That went badly. Right, guys, have a lovely, lovely week. We'll see you next week. Take Peace care. And love and heaven's Remember, above. keep it wolf, keep it owl. Yo, hear me roar. Hear you can him either hoot or you can howl. I tried to do a catchphrase. Okay, peace out, bye bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.